We affirm that mankind's dominion over the earth imposes a responsibility to protect and tend its life and resources. We affirm that Christians should embrace responsible scientific investigation and its application in technology. If you don't know what that means, that's okay. I don't know yet either. We'll figure it out together. This is the Faith Debate on News Radio 930 WFMD. I am your host and moderator. I don't moderate so much anymore. I just jump into the fray these days. So I don't know. I used to call myself the host and moderator, but I'm more like the host and instigator. Your host and instigator, Troy Skinner. I'm a pastor of Household of Faith in Christ online at householdoffaithinchrist.com. The one you just heard chuckling a second ago was David Forsey. He's also a pastor in the area. His church doesn't have a name, doesn't even have a permanent location. So if I were you, just wander around aimlessly on Sunday. You'll probably run into him in his church. Well, if, if you ever do make it, the uh, we're very consistent in who is there and what we do each week. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, the, there's the consistency. And, and, and the reason they're in different locations, you know, they've got a handful of families that uh, they they like to host too, and the houses are are different. I think one of them has a swimming pool. One of them has a big backyard with a wooded area. One of them has maybe a nice big entertainment area on the inside of their house, and the weather's not so nice. Or um, there's different circumstances that make sense for different people to host, and so they they kind of all pitch in, and that's uh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah, mine's just, oh, it's always at the same place. Same old, same old. Nothing exciting about that. Super, well, you always know where to go on Sundays That's for true. Troy. Yeah, well, well, yeah. although we meet on Saturday. <laughs> oh, good point. Never mind. <laughs> you could go there on Sundays, but. Yeah, and, uh, and this has come up a couple of times, but in case you're wondering, since it just came up, uh, it's not because of any sort of theological or biblical conviction that we meet on Saturday. Hmm. Uh, my family needs a day of rest, too, and we, we were finding our Saturdays, particularly early parts of our Saturdays, being really busy. And then we were doing church on Sunday and, of course, work Monday through Friday. We had, like, no day of rest. And so what we've done is we've taken our busy early part of the day on Saturday and made that day even busier by doing a, a church gathering later in the day. So Saturdays are hard days, to be honest with you. But then we have all day Sunday off, so that's all good. That's good. All right, so we're on the Article 16 of the uh, Chicago Statement on Biblical Application. And we've been picking this thing apart in recent weeks. We'll see if it continues. <laughs> we're on a stewardship of the environment. We actually started it a little bit last week. And now I just uh, read a couple more. Um, I'm going to read them again because uh, there, there's a lot of big words, multi-syllable uh, words. We affirm that mankind's dominion over the earth imposes a responsibility to protect and tend its life and resources. So that's a long way around saying, you know, God's been has given a responsibility to mankind to uh, to take to take care of this planet we live on. Okay, right? To protect yeah. it, to tend to it. Yeah, those are uh, those could mean a lot of different things. The protecting, the tending. What does that What does that mean? Yeah. I mean, so in the in one of the earlier affirmations, it it did affirm that human life is the of the is the highest value. Correct. Human human life is the the reason. We that, we ended last week's show on that point. Yeah. Yep. Well, and 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 yeah, maybe we should should be clear, right? The the creation that God has made was created to serve mankind, who is made in His image, right? Male and female, He created them in His image. 
uh, and he created them last after he had created the place for them and the and the work for them to do there. And as I'm looking at this a little closer now, as you know, as we're pausing, because at first, like, yeah, I think I know what they mean, and okay, I think I generally agree with what I think they mean. <laughs> but again, this is not. There's some sloppiness here because again. Uh, See if I can shorten this to, to to illustrate the point. So they're affirming. They're saying this is a good thing, right? We 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 we're all for this. Mm-hmm. That that mankind has a responsibility to tend to the earth, which is an it and has life. That 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 sounds odd. It sounded odd to me as well. Right. As if the the earth sort of has a a particular yeah, dominion life. over the earth. And we should protect and tend to its life. Like the earth has – that's a kind of a mother or, earth. Or, thing, well, maybe right? uh, maybe, maybe it's saying the life that resides on earth, this right? Pro- yeah, but I, I'm, I'm almost positive that's what they meant. Yeah, it would be nice they, if that they, was a little more clear. They could have said it so, not quite as sloppy. As in the, the, the plant and animal life that is here on earth as part of the creation. They put all these qualifier words in the next one. We affirm that Christians should embrace responsible – Scientific investigation and its application in technology. Okay. Okay. Responsible. What does that mean? I wish they would say something like, uh, m- you know, the the moral application of technology. I would like that that better. Uh, res- I'm not sure what res- uh, maybe by responsible scientific investigation they mean uh, scientific investigation that isn't destructive. Is that what they're talking yeah, about? Moral there? would have been a much better word. Yeah. That's probably what they're getting at. Yeah. Right? Could Scientific be. investigation means don't use stem cells from aborted babies or kill babies so you can use their body baby parts for right. for for doing experiments that or doing gain of function research, things like that. That's irresponsible. Is but, is detonating atomic bombs uh irresponsible scientific investigation because of its destructiveness to Life on Earth. Well, a pietist would certainly say yes. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say yes. Well, not... I, I I don't I don't mean in the context of war. I mean in the context of experimentation, right? To right try and get to that point, or are those animal sacrifices for the good of humanity, right? Is that would it fall into that category? When they were testing the bombs, other right. than just blowing up a desert. Would it, right. that, is there maybe there's something is there more to it than that? Oh, I mean, I'm sure they blew up places that were you know where it would be the least destructive. But gotcha. And I'm sure there's still some destructive. And I'm sure there. that there was some testing. Actually, I'm thinking I've heard some stories now where there was some testing where they purposely exposed people to the radiation to see what the effects and, of that and would animals. Be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. So that's hmm. again moral though would fit that right because if it's wrong, it's wrong because it's immoral. Right, not because it's responsible yeah, or yeah, irresponsible. Yeah, so the, the, so again, we we should make all these notes and send it back to them, okay. and they can give us like a and basically just say use biblical language, <laughs> please in your statements, or at least if you're not going to <laughs> clarify what you what you're meaning. Right. What biblical right? what biblical language are you substituting with the what word biblical responsible? Biblical principle and idea are you meaning by these words you're using? Sure. And if you're not just trying to squish. Well, I'm glad we're here to bring clarity, Troy. That's what we're here for. <laughs> we affirm that stewardship of the Lord's earth includes the productive use of its resources, which must always must always be replenished as far as possible. Okay. 
I guess this is when uh, recycling was a big deal. <laughs> that must always is very strong language. Uh, must always be replenished as far as possible. I, well, I don't know how we how we replenish. Well, last time I said anytime always or never is in there, you're going to just discount it right away. Pretty and here much. they put always, so we almost by definition have to say no. And uh, There's no exception to this rule ever? There's got to be. Well, it says must always, and then it says as far as possible to, uh, you know, try and let us off the hook sometimes. That's how the Battle of Gettysburg was lost. <laughs> right? You, you know the story. Lee sent his uh, one of his uh, generals instructions to take the hill if possible, mm. or if prudent, if pro if prudent or if possible, something like that. And what he meant was take the hill. <laughs> right. And uh, Stonewall Jackson had been his uh, right hand man, and he would have taken the hill. He would have understood like that was just gentlemanly, kind language. Right. Right. You know. Um, but the Stonewall was wasn't there for the battle. And so the other guy, the newbie general, he misunderstood. Well, that doesn't look possible to me. So he, so he didn't take the hill, and and uh, it changed the whole course of the war because sure. they lost that battle because of a, a phrase such as far as possible was in there. Mm -hmm. So is this our Gettysburg? <laughs> Maybe so. Our Gettysburg moment in the biblical application oh, statement? Oh, boy. I, and also, I don't know how we would replenish resources. Like we can create them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. By definition, we don't do that, right? Yeah. Again, I think it's a, I, I think it's a uh, recycling thing. Okay, I do. Could be. And that was be. beginning to be a big deal in the eighties. Yeah. That's that's when it really took off in the eighties. I think it was definitely big on on children's shows that I was watching in the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we affirm. I mean, it, it started even in the seventies, I think, but by the eighties, it was like really a thing. Mainstream. Yeah. 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 We affirm that avoidable pollution of the earth, air, water, or space is irresponsible. The avoidable pollution. Avoidable pollution. Okay. How, again, how do you want to define? If I, if I just So are we, are we saying intentional pollution is bad? Like pollution just for the sake of pollution is bad? I mean, I drove my car here. I didn't have to. I could have walked. It would have been quite a long walk. But I could have. It was avoidable. Well, I don't know. You're the carbon footprint of all the calories that you burned and Is that right? animals that you consumed might have might have been even worse. Huh. I could stop breathing. <laughs> is that is that avoidable? Right? Yeah. That would be avoidable pollution. Right? If we, if we all just collectively stopped breathing, we would avoid the pollution. So one of the one of the things that I, the <laughs> principles that I we talk about with our kids is uh, you know, if they're doing something that we want them to maybe rethink, we say, is that is that productive or destructive? Mm. Right. And so a lot of this seems to be aimed at just saying, you know, not taking into consideration the the production value of things, but just kind of focusing, zeroing in on on what's, you know, destructive in some way. And, you know, everything is going to have some sort of uh, some sort of side effect right that that is negative to some degree to something somewhere someone right yeah the, the animal dies and you're so talking about eat. like on the whole the net right yeah 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 exactly the, the net result exactly. because like we benefit 
well, in, in this technocratic state we live in, maybe it's not a benefit. But uh, for the sake of argument, we benefit from having uh, mass communication available, which is made possible by the satellites. Right. But those satellites don't stay up there forever. Okay. Or if they, I mean, they, they maybe they stay up there forever, but they're just circling the globe forever. Right. And we have a bunch of space junk. Yeah. Right. We're causing pollution in space, which is one of the things they're talking about here. It's actually, they talk about space. We affirm that avoidable pollution of space is irresponsible. Well, if we never sent a satellite into space, we would be avoiding the space junk. But then we wouldn't have any of the benefits that would come from that. Yeah. So, yeah, you're on the whole, is it more productive versus destructive is a much better way than saying whether it's avoidable or not. Seriously, I mean, I said it tongue in cheek, but if we all held our breath until we died, all sort of human-caused pollution would end. Right. It would be avoided. Yep. <laughs> so, but that's not the solution. Yeah. And they would agree. So, again, it's just maybe, not. Maybe that's what they're, because I've seen irresponsible again here. We've seen responsible earlier. I wonder if, if that's what they're getting at. You know, responsible, irresponsible is what is the, the net benefit, right? Uh, net, uh, net loss would be irresponsible. Net benefit would be responsible. Maybe, maybe that's what they're saying. I don't know. I'm going to crawl inside their head. Let me see. Yep, that's what they're saying. <laughs> All right. Next one is, <laughs> we deny that the cosmos is valueless apart from mankind. Okay, so all of God's creation has yeah. some level of innate value because it, it displays his, his attributes. I agree, but why are they saying it? I don't know. Right? I agree, it's true, but why are they saying it? Maybe they feel like they have to balance out the earlier statement of saying that mankind is the highest value. Maybe the next one will help. We deny that the biblical view authorizes or encourages wasteful exploitation of nature. I don't know if it helped, but it's related, but it's not exactly the, you know piggybacking on it, so it's a totally different thing. Uh, the biblical view says it's okay to be wasteful and exploit nature. Right. Yeah, well, they, you don't want to wastefully do it. Right. Of course not. The, the Bible doesn't uh, authorize. Yeah, they're denying the, that we should be wasteful. We should be good stewards. Absolutely, we should be good stewards, and that's what they're saying. Right. Yeah. They're saying we should be responsible, whatever, whatever they mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting loopy. We deny that Christians should embrace the countercultural repudiation, there's a word, of science, or the mistaken belief that science is the hope of mankind. So Christians hmm, should not embrace, should not embrace the repudiation of science. Yeah, of course not. But what do we mean by science? Are we talking about science or the science? Are we talking <laughs> about Dr. Fauci here? Yeah. We should not embrace the repudiation of Dr. Fauci? Yeah, but it doesn't say the science, right? So <laughs> it just says science, so I'm agreeing with them. So the... Because hopefully they mean the what actu yeah. actual science is. Which if they is had just... said the science, then I'd say no, they're wrong. <laughs> the science hadn't wasn't around yet, I guess. Uh, or the mistaken belief that science is the hope of mankind. Right. Of course, because Christ is the hope of mankind. So it's it sort of is is saying that we shouldn't fall into either either ditch, right? We shouldn't deny right science. We shouldn't say science has no value, and we shouldn't worship science as the ultimate value. Right. Okay. Yeah, because if you worship it as the ultimate value, you end up with the science, I think. Uh, yeah, which is yeah. where a lot of a lot of people are these days. All right, there's two more. 
Okay. We're making good ground on this one. We deny that individuals or societies should exploit the universe's resources. That's an interesting phrase. For their own advantage at the expense of other people and societies. What are they getting at there? Mm. We deny that individuals or societies, so like our country, right? That's okay. kind of what they're speaking to here. Right. The United States of America should not exploit. Well, of course, we shouldn't exploit anything. But oh, maybe, we, depending on how you define it, normally I think of it as in pejorative terms. Right. But maybe exploiting an opportunity is just taking advantage of, like, in, like uh, making good use of, instead of taking, that's pejorative sounding too. Making good use of. Right is a way to understand exploit too. So if it's understood that way, it's not pejorative. So right. let, let me let me huh. let's insert that in and see if it changes. Okay, it. we deny that individuals or societies should make good use of the universe's resources for their own advantage at the expense of other people and societies. At the expense of other people. Uh, that seems to be the the crux of the issue there. You know, like am I uh, am I am I being sloppy about my I don't know about about my oil drilling in a way that it poisons the crops of the farmer next door, but I get rich off of the sale of the oil. You know, is yeah, it? You, uh, yeah, if you do something untoward, then uh, and, and, you know that's bad. Then yeah, but what if you're doing something good? Like think of think of it in like just classic business examples. Um, I own a retail store, and I run a big sale, 90% off. I'm not going to siphon business away from my competitors. I'm not going to do it for my advantage at their expense. So, I mean, this, yeah, so this is particularly talking about the, the resources that are in creation. I don't know if that's, I don't know that that example you know, speaks to what they're they're trying to get at. The universe's resources makes it seems like they're almost talking about space, right? Right. Like yeah. Outer well, space. They're, they're trying to include the entire cosmos, I guess, in this. You know, I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't build my solar panels over other people and block their sunlight so they can't get any vitamin D. Well, okay. <laughs> Is that uh, using the universe's resources for my own advantage and at the expense of other people's? Maybe they're also talking about like strip mining or, okay. uh, you know, like y y you go to some other part of the world to uh, take all their uh, their precious metals out of the ground so you can enrich yourself and your situation at the detriment of those who are native to that land kind or, of thing. Yeah, or like, uh, like going out and just – shooting all the buffalo and cutting out their tongues and then the Native Americans have nothing else to eat. Something like that, Something maybe. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. Huh? Okay. But I, you right. know, I feel like, you know, other other things get to, you know, there's other things that are being done that, uh, that get it to that point. Yeah, I think the spirit of what they're intending here, you and I are both agreeing with it. But yeah, again, I'm just so. not satisfied with how they're saying it okay. because it, 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 it opens up an avenue to just drive a whole bunch of Mack trucks right through it from those that wouldn't be looking at it sure. with our worldview. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. that's, that's the challenge I'm having here. Yeah. It works for us because we're able to insert biblical language where exactly. they're not using yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we deny that a materialistic worldview – 
can provide an adequate basis for recognizing environmental values. Okay, so they're saying if... Mm, I disagree. So it sounds like they're saying... Because of the word adequate. So a, a, if someone has... They're saying if someone has a materialistic worldview, they will not be able to... That is not an adequate basis for recognizing environmental values. Yeah, and I disagree. How do you disagree? So somebody who's rejecting God, by okay. definition, has a materialistic worldview. Right. Right? Yes. You and I have a Christian worldview. Those who reject our worldview, they're going to have a materialistic worldview. Right. Through God's common grace, through his providence, people who are all about I'm going to make some people mad, but heck, we've made some people mad the last few shows, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not persuaded. Now, God knows the heart for sure. Okay. But I'm not persuaded that Donald Trump is Christian. Okay. I don't think that Donald Trump has a Christian worldview per se. Okay. I think he has a pragmatic, materialistic worldview. Okay. Doesn't He has no responses to what to do in the world that are adequate to recognize the need to value things in the environment? Of course he does. Our next door neighbors might not be Christians, and yet they take good care of their their lawns and they they recycle like we do. And I I think that we can have an that's why the adequate. Do they have a superlative or the best possible basis for recognizing of Well, no, but do they have an adequate one? Of course. I I'd say they don't have an adequate basis for uh, having a complete uh, or entirely accurate understanding of environmental values right so because they're they're, they're working from uh, a limited amount of the truth they're only going to be able to recognize so much truth but That's, you're adding words like I'm, I'm changing words you're adding words right so are you on my side of this fight now all of a sudden uh, yeah, I would. I think. I think I would want to add some words in there for clarity, to uh, to say yes. I I totally agree with this denial. All right, so there we are. So we've made it through. Now I will say, if you think we're done, we're not. <laughs> the pain continues for one more week. And we're doing things a little bit out of order. So next week, what we're going to do on the faith debate is we're going to wrap up our look at all of the. Chicago statements from the 70s and 80s, because we've already done uh, biblical inerrancy, we've done biblical hermeneutics, and now we're, we're wrapping up biblical application. And we've gone through all of the articles, all the affirmations and denials. Right. But we haven't talked about some of the things that were said in the uh, introduction to the statement of biblical application. And there are a few items in there that are worthy of, of, uh, of talking about briefly. So next week we're going to uh, go back to the beginning of this statement and, uh, and and wrap it up. It'll be it'll be the addendum for us. Maybe it'll clear up all of our misunderstandings. Yeah, and we'll have to go back and edit the show and make ourselves sound like we knew we were talking about the last four shows. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> that's a lot of post production, let me tell you. Oh man. <laughs> all right. So anyway, that's uh, David Forsey. Um, he pastors a church uh, that meets. I, I used to always say in like the the southern 
part of like Frederick County, Washington County, but that's not true. Sometimes they meet in West Virginia. Sometimes they meet in the northern part of Frederick County. Like they're yeah. all over the place. For all I know, he meets in Arkansas, you know, once a quarter or something. I have no idea. Or he will now. I've given him the idea. I see his, his, right, his wheels are turning. That's like, it. Ooh, Arkansas. Sounds good. <laughs> anyway, so he's David Forsey. I'm Troy Skinner. I'm the pastor of Household of Faith in Christ online at householdoffaithinchrist.com. I encourage you to visit that website. You can connect with this show and all sorts of other goodies uh, when you go there. And if you want to connect with David, best way to do that is go to householdoffaithinchrist.com and, and give me a shout out and uh, I, I can figure out a way to get you in touch with, with David. All right. Uh, he is the more reasonable of the two of us. So if you're going to talk to either one of us, he's the one you want to talk to. Uh, anyway, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back doing this again, finishing up the uh, Chicago Statement on Biblical Application next week. That's 167 and a half hours from, let me check my watch. Yep, right about now. God bless. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com, a service of Holtzapel Heating and Air Conditioning.